Hi, how are you doing today? I am quite well. Thank you so much for asking. I owe you, the listeners, a huge apology because recently I've been really out of it, I want to say. And I know for a person, it's like I feel like it sounds very redundant at the moment to just say that I'm out of it, but it's true and I can't quite help it. I'm trying to kind of for lack of a better word crawl my way back into it and start writing again but it's been it's been draining and sometimes i feel like my thoughts and emotions become redundant to be honest so it's just kind of yeah it's kind of weird because you on one hand i should feel very whole and uh, loved and seen when i see that i'm not the only one who's feeling the way i'm feeling but also kind of in a sense it makes you feel like there is there just i'm not authentic i'm just a copycat sometimes i did that sometimes be like that you know sometimes i just i feel like that and today's letter is kind of like what I jotted down this morning, actually, while I was rewatching um, Heartstopper for the bajillion time, because sometimes you you just need to watch that show just to make you feel better, you know. When everything else is just like bombarded and like thrown at you, you just need to see someone else trying to figure it out, and when they figure it out, you're like, oh my god, if a teenager can do this. I can do this too. <laughs> so yeah, without further ado, here is to episode 22nd of Letters Never Sent. Letter number 22nd, to whom it may concern. I can no longer distinguish if it sounds pathetic or not, but I quite miss the feeling, you know, the beauty of your heart rushing, filled with excitement about meeting someone. I used to feel that, and though many people portray it as a high school or teenage crush, I don't quite agree. I think liking someone, especially within the first steps, is quite quite similar (laughs) to anything else. Like all those high school and teenage crushes are, it's just the child, the, the little kid inside of you who makes the decisions you know prior to all the overthinking that your brain desperately awaits to accomplish solely based on many years of horrible experience (laughs) with people who quite frankly were dragging their issues into your friendships and relationships you know sometimes actually i I used to think, <clears throat> look at all the 
Look at the waist clock, you know. I used to think like this all the time. I thought he calling me complicated is solely the projection of his own feelings, but maybe not. Was he the nicest person ever? Absolutely not. But no, this is not the empath in me talking. But just a slight realist. Emphasis on the slight. Maybe I was and still am complicated. It's just his issues for merely thinking that it's a bad thing. It isn't. All the beautiful beings in this world are complicated. Take mirror balls, for example. They are broken pieces, reglued, reformed into a marvelous, marvelous being. Absolutely beautiful. But now, how do you show off all your beautiful pieces at one glance? At orientation, I mean, one glance a day. <clears throat> But did I see someone who reminds me of Kyle from LOL in the greatest form? Yes, and is our <laughs> department building so small that I may actually run into this person again? Yes. But this isn't about that person. What are the odds of? Him actually liking me, well, technically fifty percent. Someone either finds you attractive or not. It's a fifty percent chance at all times, like flipping a coin. There's no more to it, frankly. We just tend to overthink it a lot. <sighs> I had this whole thing planned, and my brain is kind of like. I'm just gonna spend the rest of the day daydreaming about about the nameless person that I met at orientation. But back to the main point. <clears throat> yeah, the main point is that it is insanely rare to find someone just randomly as you're browsing in a bookstore, reading, writing at a coffee house or something, and not even talking in the fact that. There are sociopaths and psychopaths out there, just looking for targets. We're not even going to bring that up to the fact today. And no matter how rare it is, or unlikely, or or even silly that it sounds, in this day and age, I still believe that I will meet my person while I'm browsing a bookstore. Or just reading or writing at a at a random coffee house, you know. And I, I will still hope that I meet my person there. Is that just too much to ask? Is it is is it really? Because sometimes I I do wonder if this would. Even be real because what the romantics wrote about was the unrealistic social expectations for women, the ones that folks still believed in all the way through eighteenth and nineteenth century. So much so that they built literal attics that would hold 
declared insane wives for for other Janes to find them and made us believe that ah, Mrs. Rochester's are the good men in this life and all that matters is that the, the first wife is the problem because she is complicated and we can't understand her so why try? And we meant to believe that Rochester's were supposed to be our lovers. All the way to the 20th century where love was nothing but doubt and regret embedded between nervous breakdowns, severe PTSDs, and remarkable questioning of self-worth as each person grabbed their quill or brush to stroke one single line. The question never really disappeared or dissolved, and it doesn't even get answered ever. It was and still is transforming from one form to another. And now in my head is this question just keeps repeating and coming back and making its way back to me. And I keep asking, are the expectations ever (laughs) matching the reality? Or are we all nothing but pretty fools, desperate for reassuring nods that simultaneously turn all the red flags into green or white? Or maybe, just, just maybe, my dearest female authors knew something. Maybe they knew of good, lasting love. Maybe they knew of bad timing not existing because we make our own destiny. Maybe, just maybe, if we take the tales with the bright knowledge of 21st century, we come to find that love could actually be found. That the Darcy's, Heathcliff's, Gatsby's, and Peter Walsh of the words <laughs> transferred themselves into better versions. Just maybe the beaming <laughs> little hopeless romantic in me is right to give people the benefit of a doubt. Sometimes. Because who knows, maybe <laughs> Nick Nelson's exist in this world and it's and Nick Nelson is not all fiction. Maybe, just just maybe we will find one to call our person in this lifetime. Now I will just tune out with this deep train of thoughts. Or this yet another somewhat lonely Friday night. (laughs) I hope you feel the love and the pain. I hope you find a way to believe in goodness and kindness and honesty once again. With love and tight warm hugs. Navas.